Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Late Night Date Night, the podcast where once a week, Elise and I get together and talk like we did in the beginning, when we liked each other. Ah, <laughs> uh, how times have oh, changed. Oh, back in the good days when we were in love. <laughs> what was it like? I don't even remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but uh, for those of you who are new, uh, basically the way the show works is... We both bring a podcast idea to the table that we don't talk about in advance, and we just talk about it, like, make the conversation fresh. Uh, it could be anything. There's no limits. All holds, no holds barred. I'm struggling with your chair there? I'm just trying to make my chair go further down, because typically it is. Oh, it's being stubborn. Uh, I'm Elise. Oh, yeah, I forget her names every time. Does it really matter? I guess not. Yeah, I'm Denise. <laughs> Your name's more important than and mine. This is the host of the show, Jessica. Jessica, Sparky, whatever. Yeah. No, I'm Jennifer, and at least I already introduced herself, so I guess you get to know her name since this is mm. her show. <laughs> I, she's kidding. It's her show. It's... She it was her idea. She created it, and it's her show. Mm. Um. But uh, I started last week, so you want to go ahead and start this week? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so I had just kind of like a, a flurry of thoughts, so you're going to have to bear with me. I didn't really pose a specific question to ask you. It's going to be more, I'm going to have thoughts, mm-hmm. and at any point, you can jump in and either contribute or disagree or whatever you feel comes naturally. Well, I feel like you've already circumvented the rules of the show, but you know what? I'll let, you, I'll let it slide this time. I will have questions to ask you kind of throughout, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be like the question's not the topic. Okay. Okay. So, um, okay. So, but just, so there's no topic though. Well, no, it's definitely a topic, but my question won't be the topic. Okay. I will ask you questions about my topic. Okay. But... Um, I was thinking a lot today about, like, observing, like, cultural trends. Uh-huh. And I think I'm going to just kind of, like, vomit my thoughts on you first and then kind uh-huh. of backtrack and then ask you questions about it. Feel free to interject at any time. Okay. Okay. I usually do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, okay, so, like, a trend, like, uh, um, I, I wanted to d- define it first just because that's where, like, my headspace was. But it's when, like, a, a group is, is moving in a general direction uh, towards veering towards something or moving uh, into some sort of a development of something. Um, but I was looking at, like, why observing cultural trends is important to me, like, why I find that fascinating. Um, when I relate it back to psychology, like, the best predictor of a future behavior is observing past behaviors and I think it's kind of the same thing with like trends societal trends I think when you can start to see trends happening it could be a a good predictor of something that can occur in the future Um, I think people use trends to um, predict like stock markets or predict a a potential historical event that could happen Um, but I think where my thought 
process might differ a little bit is I think it's kind of common and correct me if you disagree, but I think it's common for people to think that like there's going to be like a catastrophic world ending event that mm. takes place. Um, I disagree with that. I almost think that's like a slightly egotistical perspective or like, I don't know, kind of like to think we're the only like life forms in the universe. I think it's almost like dismissive only because like the I don't understand why what about a world ending event is egotistical though so the world's been around for potentially like billions of years right mm-hmm. and so i think if if we can look on on history of how life has has worked everything's been very cyclical in nature and i see it as almost like a pendulum swinging where like tension in any like genre or any category there's tension that builds and it builds and it builds and eventually like something snaps like the rubber band snaps and there's like this release of tension and there's like a period of like peace or calmness like after a big uh, event occurs but the world hasn't ended yet and to think that like it's going to happen in our lifetime i don't think people think that though i think that's where you're getting it it mixed up well like all the doomsday preppers yeah but but people have been doing that Throughout history for all time. Yeah. Like, everyone's just prepared for it to happen in their lifetime. I don't think anyone's, like... The only time there was, like, actual dates where people were predicting was, like, Y2K and... (laughs) Yeah, or, I mean, even, like... I don't know. I feel I don't even want to go like the the religious route, but even, like, Armageddon or something like that. Yeah, but that's... No one's predicting that that's within our lifetime. Okay. <laughs> I mean, some people think it... I've talked to people who think that that's going to happen in our lifetime. Yeah, but that's... I, but you, you were portraying it as it was like... It's common belief. Or like yeah. it's like the mass I think, popular I think opinion. Th- there's definitely people who egotistically do believe that it's going to be within their lifetime, lifetime. But I think they're a vocal minority. Oh, okay. Oh, kind of like... Doomsday preppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's a very small amount of people. Like... Cause you go to church and they're never, they're not, they're no one's teaching you like, hey, this is gonna happen right here, right now. And I'm doing it from like a Judeo Christian perspective, like, not once. Like, and they teach you all about, you know, the end times, Revelation, right? Yeah. But they're never like, and it's gonna happen this year, coming this fall to a TV near you. No, but like I've heard some uh, people talking about like the signs. Like right now in Africa, they're having this huge issue with locusts, and like there's like all those biblical prophecies that I think people are like, look at the political atmosphere, like that's a sign. Look at the locust issue, that's a sign. Look at like there's like systemic. Yeah, but I think that's that's our own brains being trying to like rationalize no like seeing the worst and everything because mm. if you look back you could say that about any point in history like politically exactly. yes exactly and that that supports my opinion where it's like no i think this is cyclical i think there's a lot of tension in the world right now but I, there's probably going to be like a, a pretty momentous event that occurs but i think what whenever that event ends i think we're going to have like maybe a decade of like some pretty radical i mean not radical i don't want to use that word because that makes it seem tumultuous but like Almost like a calmness sets in. Yeah. But the, but here's the other thing I do want to point out. The world will end. <laughs> Just hopefully not in my lifetime. No, I don't think in your lifetime. But, like, all planets end. Like, 
if our when our sun burns out, because all as all stars do. Right, 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 right. Like, I think that's a little bit different though. Like I, I don't mean like physical world ending, but I mean like oh, complete societal see, failure. I think you gotta make sure you to, clarify that because I go when you said like the world's never gonna end. I go. Well, no, it's definitely gonna end. No, yeah, I agree with that. But I mean, like, the end of society as we know it. Like, the downfall of humanity. Yeah, well, I think that could happen at any point in time. I think right now we all have nuclear weapons. Like, anyone just puts their finger on the trigger, man. Like... And that might be a monumentous event that, like, breaks the rubber band, so to speak. But I think there will be survivors. And I think there will be, like, a rebirth of humanity. Have you seen what happened to, like... <laughs> the one time we... Chern- Chernobyl or whatever? No, oh. I'm talking about where we dropped the bomb in Japan. Like, people's freaking flesh... Oh, no, 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 I know, I know. But if we're talking about, like... Okay, but that's what I'm saying. But when we did that, mm. only we had nuclear power. And now everyone... So now everyone does. I, you, I promise you, if like there was any nuclear fallout ever... Everyone would be like, all right, we're going, we're going. And that, there wouldn't be survivors. Yeah, that'd be bad. That'd so that be bad. could be world ending, but that's also not, now we're not thinking of like. I didn't go like super big in my examples of some tr- trends that I was observing. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's pretty big stuff. But like some of like the smaller stuff I was looking at is like current trends that swing back and forth in public interest is like the st- the stock market. Like right now mm. there's a huge public interest in that right now cuz things are like in Spidey. chaos. Yeah, totally. But I think eventually that's going to quickly fall out of people's awareness and it's going to be just a thing for rich old white dudes again. Yeah. Um I didn't know what to title this idea, but like it's like I called it the speeding up factor mm-hmm. but like and this is more of a, over like a long period of time but I feel like everything in in life to some degree is being sped up in some way either it's like technology or yeah. our meals or delivery of goods and services uh, our efficiency in our work production um it just seems like we're always kind of moving towards how do we do things more quickly and more efficiently yeah. well no the, that's a real that's a real scientific theory is that especially with technology and stuff it's um, like exponential. So, you know, the first five years of computers is what we're doing in like a day now. Oh, like, man. like, and it keeps getting better because the technology we're inventing is making it easier and better to do things. So, yeah, you're right. That, but that's that. That is a real theory out there that there's exponential growth. I'm wondering if that's going to reach its breaking point where, because I, I think there's a... Yeah, we've all seen Terminator. We know what the breaking point <laughs> is. The robots come back and say, hey, what's going on, man? Yeah. Well, and I was thinking about like the, the more things speed up. I think people subconsciously feel that happening and like a natural resistance to that or a natural like desire is to want to slow things down too. I think that's why people take like uh, vacations or... Um, they go on like social media cleanses or they want to shut things off for a couple days or whatever. So I think there's like that natural gravitational pull to make the pendulum swing back a little bit. Ultimately, we're not going to control the, the institutionalized technology boom or whatever. But I think in our own personal lives, we still have a need to like kind of reclaim small moments of mm-hmm. slowing things down. Um, like tonight, like podcasting, I think this is kind of 
an opportunity for me to kind of slow things down a little bit. Okay, well, devil's advocate. I mean, this is also something where, you know, 30 years ago, only professional radio broadcasters could have their own... I know, now everybody has the opportunity to have their own channel and speak their mind to... Yeah. That's true. Um, another trend that I was, like, looking into a lot is um, anxiety. Uh-huh. Like, cultural... Like, I think... In masses, a lot of people have felt like an increase in, of anxiety mm-hmm. um, for like a bunch of different reasons. I mean, the, the you know, COVID, mm-hmm. um, political um, battles. I think there's like a lot of like political tension in other countries that um, have been growing that I don't think we even are fully aware of just because we've had so many distractions in our own media. Um, distrust in institutions. Mm-hmm. I think like most people have like just a general sense of power powerlessness right now, and I think that's increasing anxiety. Um, but I think the the pendulum swing for that is there was also I was reading a couple articles. There seems to be an uptick of people searching for happiness or like the pursuit of happiness, mm-hmm. like trying to find things to. I think trying to counter this general like anxiety that they're feeling. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of a positive trend. Like if I could get behind a trend, definitely pursuit of happiness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of the ideals that America constitutional based on. rights, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. And for mental health. And I mean, I think we've talked about it a few times in our podcasts, even just with like, uh, my search for happiness, trying to find hobbies that I like doing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because it would definitely help counter any anxiety issues that I deal with, you know? So, um, but I think, like, going back to, like, the why it's important to observe these things and maybe to, to help predict future behaviors from, like, a group. Yeah. If we see an increase of people experiencing anxiety or not finding opportunities to, like, slow things down, um, what, what types of, like, behaviors could you expect to see, do you think? I'm, or do you think we've already been seeing? I was going to say, yeah, I think we're kind of at the the peak of anxiety. Like, I, I'm not sure what you're asking, actually. I think just, like, calling out certain things that we've seen, and I think it can help. Because I think a lot of times people see, like... No, 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 I, I'm not sure what you're asking me. Oh. Um, <laughs> like, violent protesting and things like... You think those are consequences of anxiety? Mm, well, no, I mean, that's like super oversimplified, but if you were to throw that in there as maybe a help, like a, like a partial catalyst. Mm, no, that's, that's a mostly injustice. Uh, I'm, Cause I'm thinking like Black Lives Matter protests, like that's not from anxiety. No, no, no. I'm talking about these like vocal minorities who are going to the state, uh, nation's capital. That's not the... anxiety. Those are people who are, or are, are belligerently fooling themselves. And they're, I think, yeah, like they're like, like I don't they're power hungry. Like, I don't want to give them, I don't want to be like, oh, oh yeah, it's no. mental health. No, no, no. Like not like that sense, but it's, it's power hungry people who I think are fearful of loss of power. And I think it's driving them to do like really irrational things. Yeah. Um, unexcusable. Don't get me wrong. I'm not advocating that they're in 
yeah, they don't deserve pity or anything like that. But I think I think let's think about it on a more simple level. I think what we've seen is that anxiety creates more isolation. Like because you know our generation doesn't want to make phone calls anymore. So being quarantined, you they're not getting almost any social interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the other side effects are you know not being able to maintain like a, a traditional job. Um, like those are all kinds of the side effects that I see in from. Yeah, I could definitely from anxiety. Are there any other not trends? being able to make make, make for new friends or new acquaintances? Yeah, we're social creatures. I think taking away our ability to to socialize. I mean, there's still ways to social. I mean, this is a way. I mean, people could hop on at any point and engage in conversation with us, but it does feel different than that face to face interaction that we were yeah. um, so used to doing. Are there any trends that you can think of that you've recognized since, like, in, like, the last years? I know it's, like, a super general question. It could be, like, literally anything. Have you seen any kind of, like, patterns of behavior? Uh, But I I think everything's... I think everything... Like, I agree, everything is cyclical. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, even fashion, people are wearing the same things over and over again. I, 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 I mean, there's no, there's no arguing that. I mean, there was one that I read that I don't understand that mm-hmm. you might have like a better understanding of. It was um, authenticity on social media. Um, you think that's a trend? That's what they were saying. I didn't, so, I didn't know how okay. to speak to that at all. So I've seen that. So you have two versions of social media, right? Right. You have the people who are like, they, they flex, right? They go, look at all the money I have. Look what I have. You know, I, I fly in private jets. Mm-hmm. This is my incredible life. I go these places, right? Mm. The other half of the people are like, uh, hey, look, I'm struggling with mental illness. Or I used to have suicidal thoughts. Like, I like very um, authentic. Um, and, and typically, and, I, and, I, and I've seen that. And typically, when one person, like, so for a while there on YouTube, there was, like, a big, huge trend of coming out videos, right? Right. One person was like, hey, I'm a gay. And then a f- wave of them where people were like, oh, I, yeah. authentic time because they saw that it was getting them interactions. But at a certain point, that's not authentic. Yeah. It's like yeah. doing it for the wrong reasons or something. The person who started it was being Authentic. authentic. Yeah. Well, you showed me a, a YouTube channel uh, yesterday that mm-hmm. I thought was like so unique and so obscure that I I was like, wow, that's authentic in its own sense because it's so different than mm-hmm. like a lot of other things that I've seen on YouTube before. Granted, I mean, I'm I'm like a dad. I watch like car videos and stuff yeah. like that. But um, I'd say like when I read the word like authenticity in, in social media, like that was the first thing I thought of was um, a, like good original content creation. Yeah. Um, like a Jenny Nicholson or yes, yeah, just authenticity. Com- yep, completely themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Make, make a make a feature length film video about BronyCon. Like that's the kind of authenticity I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't even know what the words you just said were. Okay. That's BronyCon. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that uh, some of the most successful content creators have been able to um, be authentic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that basically wraps up my, uh, my word vomit. Um, thank you for indulging me on my weird (laughs) thought pattern for the day. Uh, I'll turn it over to you. Okay. Well, I had one and I really, this is like the third week in a row that I want to talk about it, but I feel like I need to like counteract yours because I think yours is like really heavy. It was a little heavy. Yeah. 
So mine's going to be like really simple, man. <laughs> That's good because... So this week I was on a drive and, and I saw... <laughs> oh no. And I saw these, um, they're called Highland Cattle. Mm-hmm. And they're cows, you guys. And they're just, if, if you were ever, hey, here's a good way to combat, uh, c- c- combat anxiety. <laughs> just Google Highland Cattle. Oh my gosh, they're the cutest cows I've seen in my entire life. They're fuzzy and they're like, well, they're just pure and good and they have little horns and they're, ooh, and they're so cute. I, I thought about them for hours after I saw them, like bare minimum six hours after I saw them. <laughs> I saw them two days ago. I'm still thinking about them. <laughs> and as we're driving by, this weird part of my, <laughs> this weird part of my brain was like, I could just disappear out of California right now, go buy property in like the Midwest, get a couple of these cows, learn to make cheese live off the land. Like it, it was like a spiral. Like my brain was like, you don't need anything. You don't need anything. You, yeah. You and Elise go move to the Midwest. You, you, you'll get by just off the income you already have. You sell the house, you buy, you know, a mansion in Ohio <laughs> and get a little farm family uh-huh. and just live. And I was like, wow, that sounds like so good. Like I caught myself thinking about that for like, hours afterwards like i would love my cow friends did you know a highland cattle will will uh, produce two gallons of milk a day two gallons so between that and say like a chicken coop Uh uh-huh you have eggs and milk forever right 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 maybe get a goat for goat cheese i like goat cheese and then some crops and you're set you don't need we don't need to grocery shop no so the question i have to you is like Will I do this? Yes. No, oh, not will you do this. Darn it. But is it is it something that you could actually see for for yourself? Is it like I know we a lot of times will like idolize a, a, a way of life. Yeah. But when you get down to, you know, brass tacks, yeah. Is it something you could do? Like could you get rid of some of the the amenities that you have in your day-to-day life? So I guess that's the question. Well, I've already taken my first step. I got rid of Facebook. No, okay. You're thinking too, you're thinking like really <laughs> not useful amenities. I'm talking about what can and can't you live with them? Um, so that's no t- that's no TV. That's no you know we, computers. We love uh, we love movies so much. I don't think we could ever give up a TV. But I think we could... You can. Instead of... Think of, cause think about this. Then you only just go to the movie theaters. If those are even going to be a thing after COVID. Don't do that. Either They'll be fine. You're very negative. Way to bring it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I have thought about that before a lot. Especially like every time I go home to visit my mom and we go spend the day out at the ranch and we play with the horses. And, and at the ranch, you know, they've got... Uh, cows and uh, there was this one horse because horses are pack animals so they need companions mm-hmm. there's this one horse that for some reason was socially ostracized from the rest of the the, the horses mm-hmm. but a, a little goat befriended it 
So everywhere this horse went, the goat went. Mm-hmm. And everywhere the goat went, the horse went. So it's just like little things like that where I'm like, I love this. This is a wonderful thing to watch. And that's where I saw my first silky chicken. Mm-hmm. And they look like little children wearing pajama pants. Yeah. I love the idea of having a little farm and just having like animals to, to, to live off of and you know, waking up to go and make sure that they're fed and cared for. And then I don't, there's something too about like providing for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's manual labor too. Okay, so you'd never have to work the out. The question is, I don't, I don't want to answer your question. I don't want to have to give anything up though. <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess, yeah, that's the question though. Like, could you live without any of the stuff you're used to now? Well, I'm just trying to think, I mean like modern quote unquote, like homesteading or, or whatever there we're in a day and age where I think you can kind of have both. Like, what would what would we need to give up to live that kind of a lifestyle? Uh, like, the extra stuff. The reason we can afford, you know, all of the streaming services and all of the oh, electronics. because we don't have a farm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, we could give up... We could give up... Let me think. What do, what do we spend a lot of... See, that's the thing, though, is we don't really live, like, a exuberant lifestyle, though, either. Uh, yeah. Can I read that comment? Yeah. So we got a comment. Uh, it says you'll be so busy taking care of the cows you won't be able to watch movies, and I think that's a really good point. So I mean, in that in that instance, yeah, we pro- probably could give. Can a I TV. ask you an animal question? Sure. Because like I'm 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 like kind of obsessed with these cattle. Yeah. Could you just have one cow? Absolutely. They are also herd animals, so they do better with a companion. You heard. You heard, but uh, you could you could, it doesn't have to be another cow. You can get them another. You can get them. How the hard would it to be to like take care of one single cow? Not hard at all. Oh, I'm gonna start sending you YouTube videos. People have them like inside their house. What? Yeah, like little. They have like these dwarf cows or mini miniature cows. Can you milk a miniature cow? Uh, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. Cause like, uh, like, I'm fine with a goat too, but they stink and they're evil. Goats. Just get a female. They also pee on themselves. Well, that's difficult. Don't they pee on the ground oh, and they're rolling roll it? it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, goats are kind of stinky. You get used to it, though. Like, you develop, like, a... No, I don't want to get nose blind <laughs> to my urine-soaked goat. I want I, I want an animal that's not disgusting. Well, I think well, to some degree all animals kind of are... No, not pigs. They're pretty clean. They like to roll in the mud and stuff. Yeah, but you could hose them off. They have, like, human skin, and they're gross. (laughs) (laughs) They're like little beach balls. Would you want to get a pig? A pot-bellied pig. A pot-bellied... But I want something you can milk. Okay, so... Because I want to make cheese. I want to learn to make my own cheese. You want a full-size cow, then. Or a goat. Or a goat. Or both. They would need each other, so we can get both. They would need each other? Well, if you're not going to get more than one cow or more than one goat... Yeah. They can be best friends. They can sleep in the same... What do they... Like, how much food do they need? Okay, so this isn't getting into... This is going to be something we talk about yeah, after we can the talk podcast. About this, yeah. Because now I'm just asking. This is just Animal Corner with Elise. If I'm being honest, we might need to bring my mom in on this conversation. She's not on tonight, which is unusual, but um, we'll have to call her and talk to her about it, too, because she can give you, like, deep down, like, specifics on feed and how yeah. often... And... Well, and I was thinking, you know, we've been thinking about moving out of state. Mm-hmm. Like... We could easily have, like, a homestead out there. It'd be very cute. And even in, like, our own yard, I know I've never taken any steps towards actually making this reality, but I've thought about it a lot of times about starting our own garden and just eating our own fresh produce. Yeah. Like, I've wanted to do that since we got our own house. We can make corn back there. We can. Corn would grow great in our yard. That's incredible. Corn and tomatoes, I think, would do the best in our yard, which is funny because I don't really like tomatoes very much, but you could just throw seeds out there and they'll take on a life of their own. 
I think we should do it, man. Yeah. Use use the corn as privacy fencing. <laughs> <laughs> Just along the back fence. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, I love the idea of that. And I think it keeps you healthy because you're basically working out all the time. Um... But that's not the question. It's still about things you would what need would you, to do. Okay, so, so out here, I wanted to ask you to the audience so we could get to, get to it after we talk about our own. Okay. For the audience, what is one thing, like what are some like modern day amenities that you know you don't need but you can't live without? Modern, but you know you can't live without? Yes. And oh. then what are some modern day amenities that you know you can cut out? I think I could. I I honestly think I could cut out like streaming, uh, <gasps> really? not 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 live streaming, oh. uh, like uh, streaming like Netflix, oh, Hulu, services, got yeah. it. okay, Netflix, Hulu, all of that. Like I think I could get rid of like be fine without it. Like and just watch like movies that I own. Okay. Um, I can't get rid of video games. I know I can't. Yeah. Well, that's not a huge expenditure for you though. Uh, it might be a little bit of a time suck, in comparison to yeah. But um, the first thing I thought of, too, was having a clean car. Because, like, right now our cars yeah. are kept pretty clean. It's it's hard to get in and out of a homestead, a homestead without getting some yeah. mud, mud in the carpet. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't give up, I think, the ease of accessibility. Like, I like that it takes me... 15 minutes to get to a major store, like, whether that be groceries or... That's true. Yeah. Like, like I... Because I think about moving up to the mountains all the time. Like, I would love to live up in the mountains, but, like, knowing that it would take me 45 minutes to an hour to go to Target... Right. I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... I know a lot of those houses, depending on like how far out of society our, our homestead is, we're looking at not necessarily being hooked up to city utilities anymore. We might have mm. to have like well water or a propane tank to provide yeah. our gas, things like that. So we'd have to learn a little bit about how to make sure those are... Oh, I don't know. Okay, I take it back. I don't want a homestead. You talked me out of it. Good job. <laughs> we're already on a septic I, tank. I, I mean, still, that's a step in the right I direction. I still want a cow, but... You've talked me out of the homestead. Well, okay, so like uh, my 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 oldest sister, she my oldest my oldest sister, she lives uh, on a prop on a property, pretty good size. I think it's like two or three acres. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got uh, the barn and the stables mm-hmm. in the yard, and she's got an area where she could have a large uh, crop of some like a garden or whatever. But they're hooked up to all of the amenities. They got you know internet. They're on. I think. But how good is their internet? You know, she's been working from home, and she works on a computer all day. Okay, but that means nothing. Most people are working on like Microsoft Word and Excel. She did say that. Um, it takes twenty minutes to download a document. No, no. no. During like fire season, um, the electrical, the electric company up there. No, shut it off. Just to... shut off power to like the whole area for you like see, three. I couldn't three do days. that, man. I couldn't do. They're lucky they have a generator, so they were able to get power still. But could you imagine, like, not opening the refrigerator for three days? Because we're just going to lose all the... Yeah, see? Yeah, no, I can't do it. No home said for me. Nothing from the audience? I'm going to... I know one of the people in the audience, and when I say one of them, I mean the whole audience. And I'm going to give her crap tomorrow <laughs> for not answering the one question I asked the audience. Is it past her bedtime? She falls asleep She's probably on asleep watching this freaking video. <laughs> 
And I'll probably, and if she's awake, she'll probably give me a hard time about being such an angry person. And she's right. I do have a lot of anger issues. You know, one thing we could do to help your, your. Do, could do to help your. Could do to help your, your cow, uh, uh, desires. <laughs> yeah. Your please, desires for cow. <laughs> please don't, no one clip that, uh, just that audio. Your secret uh, cow desires. <laughs> <laughs> We just find and meet and make friends with somebody who has, who has a cow, and we just bring them bottles of wine. But I, but I want, I, I want. It needs to be the Highland cattle. Yeah, of like course. I don't give a damn about a normal cow. Like they're fine and great. Well, future listeners, if you hear our plea, please reach out. Yeah, to... if you have Highland cattle, if you hear our plea, please reach out to the Jennifer T. Okay, well that's where we're gonna have to end the show tonight because I can't do this. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're live every Wednesday here on Twitch uh, And the podcast is available anywhere You like to put your ears into buds uh, Earbuds <laughs> Buds almost sounds like butts Oh, ears into butts mm. uh, <laughs> There I got to got to calm down, Jen Alright, All right, we'll see you guys next week uh, Bye, bye.